you see, um, loving unconditionally is is very dangerous, and it's very much a myth. Um, and loving unconditionally is essentially unattainable. Unattainable? Mm. Absolutely. What do you mean? I feel like yeah. I feel like I've loved unconditionally before. Me too. But you if can I, only, if, you know, you can only allow somebody to treat you a certain way until you break. You, you break. <coughs> Three, <laughs> two, one. Right. Welcome back to the Startup Podcast. We got a new edition. We got Brian Noel back in the building after you know such a long absence. It's all good. And we got a special guest in the building, everybody. Birthday girl, everybody. Jenny, say what's up to the people. Hi, guys. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy that I had this opportunity to talk to you guys. And I've been watching your podcast for about quite some time now. And um, I'm just happy to be here. And I'm glad that I have this opportunity to speak with you, too. We're glad to have you. We're glad you came and joined the show. Absolutely. And how we start every single show since episode one, we start the people off with a quick tip of the day. And my co-host today is Brian Noel, so he's going to give us the quick tip. And I need to hear something juicy, baby. Okay. I ain't seen you in like a month and a half, two months. Well, you know what, man? I had to fess up, man. I got to fess up about the, quote, the, the tip of the day, quick tip of the day, which is STC, stay the course. No matter what happens, no matter what life throws at you, you always got to stay focused, man. If not, I mean, I can't even tell what the result is going to be after that. So always stay focused, always stay driven, and always stay committed. I always say this in each and every single show. So I just want to value, I want to value the importance of it when I say stay the course. Absolutely. And I feel like it's easy to lose sight. Um, so I feel like staying the course is imperative. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I'm, thank you both for that. Thank you, Brian. Quick Absolutely. tip of the day. Um, before we get really like dive deep into our show, we got to get to our show sponsor, the Player Club. Brian, you want to start us off with the Player Club? I got something to add to it, but you start us off with what specifically? The Player Club. Like, okay, I'll do it. I, I got you. I got okay. You. Okay. So this show is brought to you by the Player Club. The Player Club has one of one merchandise. Brought to you by at vintage under forty four underscore on Instagram. That's vintage forty four underscore on Instagram. The Player Club. He got one on one merchandise for hats, beanies, shoes. Go get it. Pants, shorts, you know hoodies, shirts. He got all that for you guys. Mm. Coming real soon. Summer right around the corner. And we got a surprise coming for all you guys. All our previous guests that's been on the show. Every guest that's gonna be on the show from now from here on out is gonna get a startup slash player club hat. Different mm. colors. We got red, blue. Tan, black, white, coming all out. Sort of, all, all the sort of colors. 30 man. days from now, we're going to have it all for everybody who's been on the show or who wants to be on the show. So that's a surprise for everybody. But let's get back to our show. So we got a guest here, Brian. And you already know how we do it. You know how we do it. So there's some things she wanted to talk about. We'll get to it. But first, we're gonna we gotta we gotta warm you up. You know what I'm saying? Like, absolutely. We can't you can't just start you know too slow with it. So Brian, I'll let you I'll let you start this one off. All right. So, um, what do you do for a living? For a living, I am a realtor, so I assist people in transactions of buying and selling homes. Mm. Okay. Okay. How'd you get started in that? Like, what made you decide like you want to be a realtor? Because you're pretty young. So what made you decide, yeah, I want to, you know, sell homes? That's pretty big, you know? It really is. I am young to do this, and I, I, I didn't like the idea of having someone telling me what to do. Mm. Um, some people need that structure in their lives, so I completely understand. But for mm. me, I just didn't like the idea of being told what to do, and I liked the idea of having my own schedule and working for myself. So that's why I decided to pursue entrepreneurship through real estate. Mm. Mm. Okay. Okay, so you basically feel like, you know, with everything that's going on, you know, just traditionally working a nine-to-five, you feel like that wasn't you in the process. Yes, I felt like I didn't need that structure, mm -hmm. and I felt like I was self-motivated enough to work for myself got it got it what indications that you f what indications have showed you that you were that ideal person for the entrepreneurship position um i 
I always liked. Um, I, I, I didn't like the idea of having a boss and mm. I've always been ambitious and I've always liked setting goals and I've always liked pursuing those goals. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you, did you used to have a job and decided like, yeah, I'm done with this and decided to go entrepreneur out? Absolutely. So oh, tell us about that story. I was working a corporate job and I, I didn't like the structure of it. I didn't like. What was the structure? I mean, what was the corporate job so people can get it like nah, an understanding? Don't say, the na- don't say no yeah, names. Yeah, I, I won't say the name, but it was for a corporate brand. Okay. And I didn't like the idea of being told when I can go to the bathroom. Got or, it. Got or it. When I can take a break or stuff like that. So, so I just felt like I I was ambitious enough to to work on my own and not have somebody tell me how to or when to work. Mm. Very inspirational. Thank you. Hey, Dre, well, man, what do you, what are you thinking about that? What are you thinking about that? Because that is basically the path that, you know, we had went on. It took us a while to figure, it took me a while to figure it out. You, you one who like pushed me on the edge, like, bro, just do it. Like all those opportunities that were coming up and I was like hesitant to jump off. Right. Brian was the one who was like, bro, God is telling you something. Like, listen to him. And I've been out my job for quite a while now, like a month and a half. And describe so, but, that change. Oh, describe the change. That's what I really. That's I think that's what the viewers want to know too. And in addition to that, what have you learned about entrepreneurship um, as opposed to working a corporate job? What I've learned about entrepreneurship is that you are responsible for everything you do. So if you decide to wake up and not do anything that day, that's on you. (laughs) But if you don't get paid, you know why you didn't get paid. So that's that's the thing. Like um, since since I quit my job, I've been traveling like nonstop. Like I've been just going L.A., Texas. Um, I went to Seattle. I've been, I've just been everywhere to Mexico. That's a mm. long story. Went to Mexico. Um, I'm going to Mexico again next month. So it's just been a lot of traveling up and down the state. So it's um like to answer your question, being an entrepreneur is not easy, but it has its benefits, right? Absolutely. Cause you, you create your own schedule. You are in charge of yourself, you know, you run your own, it depends on what you're doing, right? But you can run your own business. If you're self-employed too, like if you decide not to work, you don't have to work. The same thing. It's just like you have like a business structure. You're working with the company, but I don't know. I like being an entrepreneur. I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. Like this is what I've meant to do. I always knew when I was in school, I went to school for nursing. Let's, let's, I'm going to just be straight up, right? I was 17. That's all we expect, man. I was 17 years old when I went when I decided to be a nurse. Or I wanted to be a nursing. Only reason I picked it was because they paid a lot of money. And there's a lot of women in the field. Only reason I picked it, 17 years old. After a while, I really I knew all all along I wanted to own my own business, but I didn't know how I was gonna do it. I thought I had to get a business degree, do a bunch of stuff. And then one time I met this guy at a graduation party, and he had told me like he was a real estate investor. I had no idea what that was. Mm. He's from Atlanta. Mm. From Atlanta. He was a real estate investor. I, I had no idea what that was. I was like, you like real estate agent, like sell houses, whatever? He's like, no. Nah. We do um, flips. We um, have rentals, short-term rentals. All like, We're sitting for two hours just conversating. Mm-hmm. I was like, bro. Like, he was just, it was like a boom moment, you know? Right, right. Next day I go home, I Google every. I'm just <laughs> in it, just digging deep. I might have been like 22 at the time. And since that day, I never, I, like, that day changed my whole life. Mm-hmm. Like, if I never had that conversation, I'd still be on that forklift. Real real talk. So, yeah, that's all I got to say about that's, it. That's real. Show. That's definitely real. Yeah. But uh, speaking of Atlanta, bro, mm. let's get, to, like, how was Atlanta? You was out there for a month, damn near. So, yeah. what's up? Tell no, me how it, it was actually about for, like, two weeks, man. But Atlanta was absolutely a plentiful experience. And I'll tell you why. The people are different. The environment is different. You just generally have a culture shock. You know what I'm saying? So as soon as you get down there, it's like the littlest things as far as like the wind, as far as like, oh, my God, it was a it was a gang of mosquitoes down there, man. Mm. Oh, my God. Hell, humid. Humid. It was. And um, the people are just absolutely nice. Just willing to help you out with southern anything. hospitality the hospitality the southern y'all if you hear about Never southern been. if you hear about southern hospitality but i would love to go to the south if you if you hear about southern hospitality man what you hear is what you should believe because i've personally been there and i absolutely loved it there's a whole bunch of jamaican restaurants down there there's a whole bunch of entrepreneurial spirits down there 
And there's a whole bunch of restaurants that you haven't even, I mean, touched in, I mean, as opposed to living in Cali. And not to mention, gas prices is $3.80. Oh. <laughs> Don't even mention Not gas prices. And minimum wage is like about eight bucks. <laughs> minimum wage is eight bucks down there as well. You that, know what I mean? That's not a good thing. Hmm? That's not a good thing. I mean, but the cost of living is cheap down there. That's true. You know what I'm saying? So same difference. Would you would you ever live in the South? I would. What what stop what stopping you from going down there? Like down south, like dirty south we talk about. Um, nothing is stopping me. Then what's keeping you here? That's the question. My family. My family. Mm. I I love being close to family because I feel like family is very important. It's one of the many things that I value mm-hmm. in life. Um, do you have a big family? I don't, but I feel like I have such a small family. That's why I keep them so close to me. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Got that. What about you? I mean, likewise. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm, talk- I'm talking about moving down south. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I'm moving down there in three months, man. (laughs) I went there one time. I never want to, man. I never want to stay here again, man. I'm just like, there's newer opportunities down there. Um, There's the people are very well, um, very beautiful down there, you know, as far as like personality is concerned. And um, thirdly, bro, everybody wants to help you out with your goals, man. You tell, we tell one person about your goals. Oh, I got this, this, and this, and this, and this for you, man. Oh, my God, you right? Just like, you know what I'm saying? They just want to make sure that you're good. Networking, networking. That's another thing. Ever since I quit my job or whatever, mm-hmm. I've networked like a motherfucker on accident. Just been just been doing it. Right, right. And I've met so many people, and it's not like I'm doing it on purpose, but mm-hmm. absolutely, yeah. It's just and they say like business is a a people business, and I totally agree. It is. And mm-hmm. It's, like it's you just said, who you know, right? Exactly. Right, it's right. all who you know. Like, it's not exactly. what you know, folks. It's what you. It's it's who you. Well, know. There's some who people. You know. There's some people I know who work in corporate jobs that are like the best communicators ever, and I'd be telling them like, bro. Just getting some like get a side hustle, just doing sales somewhere. You're gonna you're gonna kill it. Like, they never listen to me. They don't like register. They think, oh, it's too hard. It's like, I'm like, bro, they're, they're used to what they used to. Man. I know, and it's I, I see I see what they're going through, and they, they wonder why they're struggling. I'm like, just try this. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the worst that can happen? You go back to what you're doing. Right, right. You know, like there's a few people I know like that, and. You know, I, I wish them the best. Like, I'm over here just trying to look out for people. Right. You know, mm-hmm. they're already doing well. Even if they're already doing well, and I see they can do better in a different field, I'll just give them a little nugget. Like, hey, you ever thought about doing this? You know? Mm-hmm. So I just put that in the head, and they'll think about it. Some people have jumped on it. Some people haven't. Have you heard that saying, man? It says that if you teach a man to fish, he will get, I mean, no. If, if, if You know, fucked up the saying already. Fish, <laughs> look, look, listen, listen. If you, if, so if you fish one time, you're going to eat one time, Right. But if you teach a man how to fish for a lifetime, then him and his family is going to eat, especially for a lifetime. That's speaking of that, I want to get to another topic and it is relating straight to that. OK. Um, how do you guys feel about letting people borrow money? Mm. Like, so If someone comes to you and asks you, hey, can I borrow like a thousand dollars and I pay you like in two weeks? How do you go about that? Do you let them do it? Depends on who it is. But you know what I'm saying? Like, how do you feel about letting people borrow money, family or not? Whoever wants to jump on that, because I have a take on it for sure. Yeah, I definitely have a take on that. Um, If it was a family member, I would feel guilty not to lend them that money just because I have such a big heart. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's it's very a contradicting feeling because you don't want to let them down. It is. So I would essentially end up lending my family members so the money. So you give in most of the time, you're saying? Absolutely, because I I, I, I don't want to see them struggle. struggle. Exactly. It's what if you don't get paid back? How do you feel? If you don't get paid back? Taken advantage of. Do you like that feeling? Absolutely not. Then why do you lend the money? Because I, they're family members and I love them unconditionally, which can be a bad thing. Before you go, another question. Um, so what if they say they needed the money the money for one thing, you give it to them and they use it for something else. Mm. And then don't pay you back. Because oh. that's that's a most that's like a highly likely scenario. That's, oh that has God. definitely happened to me before. Mm-hmm. And I feel let down. I definitely feel let down. And disappointed. Disgusted. Disappointed. <sighs> but it's like, I feel like if I confront them, then I'll come off as as negative and rude. So. It's your money. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I get you though. I do get you, Brian. Go ahead. What you got on this? Because this is a big topic. I want to talk it, about it. It really for a is. This is a very controversial topic as well. I mean, I feel like 
okay, so I had a scenario one time. You know, um, you know, one. Uh, I'm not gonna say names, but don't say names. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, 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 one individual had asked me for about five hundred dollars, and I loaned him five hundred dollars. It was my last five hundred dollars too, bro. To make matters worse, bro, it was, it was my last five hundred dollars, and he had used it for something else, and he didn't pay me back for a whole year. You know, what was I'm he ducking you? Huh? Was he oh, bro. Like the, you couldn't even know where he was. I have never heard, never heard from him. I've never heard so many excuses from somebody who owed me my $500 before. I'm ne- <laughs> but, I mean, moral of the story is, I mean, shh. after that, man, I really took that, that experience, man, and I'm like, you know what? How else would I, you know, come at the situation at hand? But in all reality, you don't really know what a person is gonna do, man. But never I, know. I'm a firm believer in you know what you give out is what you're gonna put back, which what you're gonna get in res, you know in return. So posit- positivity always wins, the good always wins. So no matter what you do, as as far as good or bad, I feel like that'll return to you. You know what I'm saying? So that five hundred dollars ended up returning returning back to me in a different form. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to that certain individual who, you know, he'd end up didn't give me my $500 back after a year. But, I mean, still, like, I still had, you know, a couple of, you know, I still had some funds to, you know, um, to return back in my, you know, to where it was, you know, located, in, uh, you know, previously. So I'm going I'm to give you two stories. I'm going to give you two sides of the spectrum, right? Mm-hmm. You, you want the good or the bad first? We always want to go with the good first. So I'm going to give you the good first. This is what happened. So back in the day, my boy, he needed some money, right? And this has been my boy for years, like years, years, years. Mm. Feel me? Um, he needed some money. And it's out of the blue. He asked me, hey, bro, can I borrow five? I'll get you back next Friday. Mm. Wait, $5 or 500 or 5000 I think we know. I think, I think you know. He needed five, right? <laughs> he niggas at $5. <laughs> hey man, hey man, I'm just trying to be a little funny, man. That's all it is. <laughs> all right, yeah. So homie needed five dollars. He hit me up like, "Hey, bro, can I, can I borrow five? Not five dollars. Mm. He needed five, right? <laughs> and he gonna pay me back next Friday. And without hesitation, I sent it to him. Him and his girl, like, right, hey, here, right. take care of it. I know you guys. I like, I know you guys are gonna give it back to me. Right. Came back next Friday, got the money with interest, no hesitation. Mm. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, Kay. even if he didn't, like, I gave it away. Not expecting it back, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's like, if he pays it back, cool. If not, like, I know he needs it. Though. He would never ask me unless he needed it. Right. You feel me? So mm-hmm. I gave it to him. Got it back with interest. Mm-hmm. So that's one situation where I'm like, okay, cool. Like, now me and him, anytime he needs it, I got him. Like, right. Because I know he'll, he'll do he it back. establish that relationship, that Absolutely. trust. But there's, on the other side, bad story, right? Lord of mercy. <sighs> Man. Damn, you had to take a deep breath. That's how I know it's bad. <laughs> so one time... I was sitting out. I went back home for this yeah. one. I was back home, and um, I'm sitting out like a Target, just sitting out like drinking coffee or Starbucks. I mean, and uh, not drinking coffee, but like outside, right, mm. on my laptop. And I get a call. This person like asked me, like, "Hey, I need to do this move. It's in a big investment, and I need I need 13 from you." I said, "13." <laughs> I was like, "How soon you need to buy?" This was a Thursday. It said, "No later than Monday." Mm. I said, "13 by Monday." I was like. Like it's not gonna happen. No way. Right, right, right. Not gonna happen, right? In my head, I'm already knowing. Like I'm not, I'm not doing this. I already made my mind. No, like, but I'm listening to everything they're saying, and just all the bullshit they was coming out with. Just ooh, and I need it for this, and ooh, and uh, I'm gonna pay you back in two weeks. I was like, this is how I feel. If the bank don't trust you to give you thirteen, I'm not gonna trust you. If you don't got the credit to get (laughs) thirteen. And you expect me to just give you the 13, you're going to pay me back? Just like, no. It was, it, it, right. was, it was no. So this is how I feel about borrowing money. Um, family or not, I 99% of, like, that's 95% of the time I'm going to say no. Like, just, just because it, when but I don't you feel guilty though? Yes, but because let me, don't. let me, let me get to it. Okay. I say no because if I let you borrow the money and you don't pay me back, it ruins our relationship, friendship, whatever. Right? If I say no to you, and we see each other next time. If you feel some type of way for me because I said no, then that's on you. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You shouldn't have to depend on me Absolutely. for whatever amount of money it was. That's right. So you feel me? But if I give it to you and I never hear from you again or you never decide to pay me. That's on them. That's on them. You, like, I don't want to I don't have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. So I just like, no. Unless I'm okay with like losing whatever amount of money it is. And I'm like, you know what? Here. 
But most of the time, I'm not okay with losing any amount of money. So I'm just like, hell no. Like, no. You feel me? But if I know you're going to pay me back, that's that 5%. Mm-hmm. There's only 5% of people I will give the money. I know they got me, and there's no hesitation. So right. that's what that is. But that's my take on it. But 95% of the people, it's a no. Just don't ask, bro. If you don't think you're in the 5%, just don't ask. That is a very touchy subject, man. I mean, shh, you never yeah, know who never could, know. you know what I'm saying? Never I mean, there's, uh, there's, there's wolves in sheep clothing. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you don't even know what you're going to be stepping into half of the times. I've dealt with that, though. Like, when people not pay me back. I used to be the nicest person in the world and just... Oh, cool. And then you won't hear from for months. And then you might get like half of it back. Yeah. You know? I'm like, I've had my fair share. I'm, just, I'm done with dealing with all of it. Like, all right, cool. If you didn't pay me, if you were going to pay me $30 back, how are you going to pay me 300 back? You mm-hmm. feel me? Yeah. Hell no. Nah. No. So. I know there was um some other topics you wanted to get into. Do you want to bring those Absolutely. up? Absolutely. What, Absolutely. What do you want to bring up? You ask us these questions and we'll, we'll bounce them off for you. So you, what question did you want to bring up? Because you, you came on the show for a particular reason. Absolutely. Do you mean topics? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So I came here today to discuss the topic of unconditional love mm. and how that can be dangerous and potentially lead to toxicity. Um, we kind of touched on that earlier, talking about borrowing money. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like... Would you let a spouse or ex-spouse borrow money? Like a good, a good amount, let's say like two thousand. An ex spouse. Ex spouse. Absolutely That's not. You. They're my ex spouse for a reason. Mm. That's why? Right. Why not? If you love them unconditionally, like you, fo- you probably still love them. I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Would you still let them borrow the money? Knowing what I know now, no. Elaborate. Um. You see, um, loving unconditionally is is very dangerous, and it's very much a myth. Um, and loving unconditionally is essentially unattainable. Unattainable? Mm. Absolutely. What do you mean? I feel like yeah, I feel like I've loved unconditionally before. Me too. But you if can I, only, if, you know, you can only allow somebody to treat you a certain way until you break. You, you break. So loving unconditionally is unattainable. Um, you have to love with conditions, and so. Does your mom love you unconditionally? Because I feel like she will never break. Absolutely. I feel like when you're talking about relationships with a child, loving unconditionally it's is possible. different. It's, it's very possible because they need nurture. Right. But love. But when you're talking about relationships, that's that's a different um, that's a different scope, and that's different type of love. Absolutely. So you don't think? So what I'm what I'm hearing from you is. You don't think in your life ever you're going to find someone who loves you and you love them completely unconditionally like how your mom loves you? No, absolutely not. And that's why my past relationships have, have broken. But you're young. I know. You but, I mean, you can't you can't let age define a person, though. You know what I'm saying? I can't. Saying? In this situation, I can. Because with age comes experience. Mm. But there is... When we're, we're when we're talking about relationships, there is no such thing as unconditional love. That's why, that's why you set boundaries in a relationship to you set know the what? tone for the whole relationship, so got, it doesn't become toxic. I got to interject so here. The word I got, I got I'm to go real quick, but the word unconditional. Let's just define that real quick. So, it's no matter what that person does, you will still love them, right? That's absolutely that. That is what unconditional. I think that love is means. attainable. It is attainable in a relationship, not not just siblings. Parents, whatever, in relationship, I don't know, you don't know me, we get together, we've been together a long time, and now we love each other. I think that's attainable. So let me ask you this. If your partner abuses you, or lies to you, or cheats on you, would you still love them? I think I would. I think I would, <laughs> but that doesn't mean I would be But that doesn't mean I'd be with them. That doesn't mean I'd be with them. I don't know. Just because I love them doesn't mean I have to be with them. Does that make sense? Hold on, we going a little bit too deep. I, I wanted to ask something. It was gonna be cor- it was gonna so correlate. So if you love unconditionally, does that give your partner a reason to do whatever they want? Oh, does it? Go no, on? that doesn't give them a reason to. <laughs> and it gives them a free out of jail card. No, essentially, no. that's what unconditional love is in relationships. You can still get mad at them and pissed off them, but you can still love them. So if I get pissed at my sisters all the damn time, and I love them. So if you had a partner. 
you would allow them to do whatever they wanted. That's not what I'm saying. Because you loved them unconditionally. See, that's where it becomes toxic. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying, oh, I love you so much. Like, do whatever you want and you come home and everything could be okay. No. I want to love you, but I can walk away from you. That's not, you get what I'm saying? Like, I can walk, I can go love somebody else and still love you unconditionally. I can go find somebody else because you're acting like this and still love you unconditionally. I'll probably love you the rest of my life, but I'm not going to be with you. But because you don't, exactly. you don't respect me. Because okay. you don't respect me. Okay, but we're talking about relationships. Right? We're talking about relationships. You hear me? I hear that. I know. I'm talking about relationships. But you I said can you love would walk, somebody. But, but you said you would walk away. I would walk we're away from you. We're talking about being in a relationship together. I still love that person, but I'm not with them anymore. Does that make sense? Absolutely. But we're talking about... So I have to stay with them to love them. Absolutely. No, and I don't. That, that is where it becomes a toxic cycle because you're allowing this behavior from a person. That's how these on and off relationships happen. Absolutely. I'm not, I'm not the type for that. Like once it's over, it's over type shit, you know? So if we get into a dispute, I did something, you did something. Cool. We probably still love each other, but we're going to go other ways. Loving from a distance. Loving from a distance. I can love you unconditionally from a distance. I'll love you till you're 80. And we broke up at 20. You know, and, but and I'm with somebody else now. It's cool. And do you think if you loved in the beginning with boundaries, essentially meaning conditions? So if you loved with conditions, do you think you would still be together? I get what you're saying as like unconditional as in like there's no bounds. Like you can do whatever you want and whatever. Like but you, there's, you, when it comes to relationships, there's no such thing as unconditional love. Unconditional love is attainable, uh, unattainable. Because of boundaries. Absolutely. Because because boundaries are set in relationships. Absolutely. So you Will and Jada I, Will and Jada love each other unconditionally. Yes, but you see how that turned out, right? <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> you know, why why would I date a man who doesn't meet my conditions? I think Will meets Jada's conditions. Jada let's just say, you know? Go ahead, Brian. We, we've been going back and forth here. I'm going to let hey, you Hey, man. Yeah, I've just been letting y'all have y'all disputes, but th- I have a question for the both of y'all since I was a mediator in, amongst both of y'all. Let's get it. Let's get it. I can answer anything. Describe love. Go ahead. You go first. Cause I can go. Because love is being used loosely nowadays. True. So describe love. Describe love. I love? really want to know. And if you have, describe how you were in love. I, I have been in love. But I think that I loved unconditionally. So you're not in, in love anymore. I am not in love anymore, but I still do love him from a distance. That, so you, you have in love for the person. I have love for the person. But you, did you have? Were you? Did you have love for his personality? Absolutely. So do you still love him? I do. Okay, so you're in love still. No, I'm not in love. Wait, how does that work? <laughs> wait, wait, no. wait, 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 no, wait. Let her, let her explain. Okay, you gotta right. explain that. No, no, I, I'm really, I really want to get okay. to understand this. I was with this person, and and at that time, I loved him unconditionally. Okay. And that allowed me to accept behaviors that were admissible. Toxic. Exactly, because I loved him without conditions. So I would allow certain behaviors time after time after time consistently until I burnt out. Mm. And then you were tired of it. Absolutely. And I feel like and if then I what set happened? conditions, if I set boundaries beforehand, it would have set the tone for the whole relationship. Mm. Now I go by the saying, you know, your experience is your best life teacher. So I honestly believe that, you know, we experience as a young child you know, being being loved and nurtured by our family members and stuff like that. I honestly feel like, um, you know, we no matter what you know our parents do or say or whatever the case is, I feel like we have the understanding that no matter what a person does, we still love them. So right when we leave the nest and we go towards somebody else that we supposedly love, whatever the case, I mean, whatever the definition means to anybody, I feel like they're still holding on to the meaning of love from their parents and they're passing it down into themselves. And then they, whatever person that they are attracted to, they're like, okay, Hey, you know what? 
I'm going you're there you're still staying in that same, you know, frame of mind saying like, okay, no matter what this person does or say or whatever, I'm going to love them unconditionally in your words. Absolutely. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I honestly feel So what is your take on? I honestly want to know and what is your take on that after, you know, you know, Miss 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 Jenny speaks. I feel like children they need unconditional love. But adults who are in relationships, they don't. They don't need it. They don't need or they can't Absolutely. attain it. There's a difference. I don't need nothing. But I can attain a lot. Amen. They they can't attain additional um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I had to laugh at that. That was funny. <laughs> children need love. Children right. need love no matter what. Okay. But children, yes. If you're in a relationship in adulthood, then I feel like love is conditional. I feel like because you are expecting a explain conditional love. Okay. Versus unconditional. Yeah, you go. Love. You go first. Because I feel like I was in an unconditional love relationship for a while. Me too. A long while. I would love to, you know, value. And then the it became conditional love, and then we weren't together. Absolutely. So when you love unconditionally. Let, let me say one thing. Unconditionally doesn't mean for eternity. No. Speak in layman terms so everybody can understand. Unconditionally. Just because you love you, somebody unconditionally doesn't mean you have to love them forever no, unconditionally. You do not have to love So somebody. unconditionally is obtainable, but it doesn't have to be for an eternity. You can love somebody unconditionally for like a year. Doesn't mean you have to love them unconditionally for 80 years. In addition to that, listen, genius, in, in, in addition to that, me, my, I, and I want to know if you guys, you know, believe in what I believe in. I most, I mean, depend, I mean, what I went through, I, it, it literally shifted my mindset to where I said, well, where I believed, where I, va- I have to value the strength of the relationship instead of the length of the relationship. Absolutely. Which, which, what do you guys think about that? Absolutely. I think that you should value. Cheers to that. Um, <sighs> Cheers to that. Let me let me hop on this. So you said time doesn't mean anything in a relationship. I think it's I think it's contingent upon how you get through things and how you work through things. I I, I don't think time really has a value when you talk about relationships. I think because y- you can be with somebody for ten years, you know, right. but if they if, if they don't treat you right, then then those 10 years didn't matter. It doesn't matter. Some guy who treated you or a girl, whoever treated you right for a year or two could trump all those 10 years that you were with that other person. Absolutely. And I've seen it happen. I've seen people get married after two years. But wait, after they got out of eight year relationship, that's crazy. In my head, that's crazy, but I get it. Time doesn't have a value. Time is the most valuable. Time is the the most valuable thing you have. Because we only have one life. 10 years, five years, Seven years, that's a long time. In my head, if you're with somebody five, seven, ten years, that's a long time. And listen, with that time that has elapsed, right, you could be that person. I mean, that person could either be an asset or a liability in your life. You know what I'm saying? Point blank, period. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you do. I don't care who your folks is. I don't care about none of that. It's about giving intangible assets instead of tangible assets. What I mean by that is... If somebody, if, if a woman specifically is giving me an intangible asset, which is, hey, I would like to teach you something mm-hmm. as opposed to, hey, I have this. That does not mean nothing to me. Absolutely. You know I, mean? I got a question. How do you, this is for you, Brian. Okay. How can you tell when a woman, a woman is taking advantage of you? Oh, you know, on, honestly, you know, I, I honestly feel like, um, Taking it, I mean, I feel like you got to look at the little things, man, because I go with the saying it, it's, you know, the way how you do small things, the way how you do all things. Right. So I look at a woman for what she, you know, what she is and what she does, what she is, meaning that, um, you know, how she carry herself, how she talk, how she do different things like that. That makes that actually depicts a a, a picture of, you know, how, you know, she is as her character. And different things like that. And, you know, how, you know, how she does regular things. It's like, okay, 
if she, let's just say, you know, she cooks for you, she cleans for you, she does different things like that. I honestly feel like, you know, that should be taken into, taken into high consideration. You know what I'm saying? So how, so how you being taken advantage of, I feel like, you know, if new age, you know, um, you know, women that's coming up or females, young women that's coming up, Mm -hmm. young girls that are transforming into women. Mm -hmm. I honestly feel like, you know, um, I've been seeing that they're all about money. They're all about show. And, you know, they honestly, they're all about, um, you know, other things like that. So I feel like, you know, as soon as you start seeing that your boundaries are being crossed and, you know, they're, uh, you know, I, I just feel like, if you're bound, if if you set guidelines, point blank period. If you set guidelines and they cross it, I feel like that's taken advantage of. No matter what you say or do, I feel like there's a level of respect yes. amongst the two peers. Can somebody who loves you unconditionally still disrespect you? Absolutely. But they can still love you. But they can still love you. I've, if someone, that's uh, what I'm saying. Can you love somebody unconditionally but still disrespect them? Absolutely. Yeah. Because and if that person. Valid disrespects you will you not love them unconditionally anymore i mean if you if you love somebody unconditionally essentially you're giving them you're giving them a valid reason to love you no matter what so essentially they can treat you however they want because they know that you will love them no matter what I think the sad part is that's and I think she's that's correct. Wait, hold on, hold on. I think I think that's the she's, reason she's why right. people take advantage of you. Take advantage of you know what I'm and saying? Right. And, 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 I gotta break it down. I gotta right. break she's it right. down. And that is why in the beginning you've established boundaries, so you know what you expect from your partner, and so vice versa. People who have these like fragile relationships later on, no matter how many how how many years it goes down, is because they didn't set ba- set boundaries early on. Right. Yeah, right? And, and you're seeing that they didn't a say lot. what was okay, what's not okay. And, and you're seeing that a lot. I feel like nowadays people will ask, like, you know, my relationship is so toxic. What can I do? What can I do? And people often will say, Too okay, late. set boundaries. But and I, setting ahead. boundaries will, will set the tone for the relationship so that later on you don't. Let's remember, remember, remember the last, remember the last uh, podcast that I was on, The Plan of the Decision? Yeah, I, I want to correlate that. that in with I this one right throw now. Throw that in real quick because I got so, a question for her. So listen, so I honestly feel like um, it's uh, you know, when you set out certain guidelines and whatever the case is, you know, boundaries or whatever, right? I feel like that is all. That is a a plan for the relationship. You plan in the relationship. You plan for the relationship. Absolutely. Right, you know but what I did? as I soon as you, but I'm gonna get into it, man. Why you, why you do that to me? As soon as you get into the relationship, of course, I mean Mike Tyson said his best, man. You can have a plan before you go into the ring, but that those plans get out as soon as you get punched in the mouth. Because you you expect that you, you you're not expecting the unexpected. You're going in like, oh, you know, this this man or woman is dreamy because that's the infatuation stage. After that stage passed, you like, God damn, this is a whole nother person I never even expected. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? So, I mean, more, I mean, the point of that whole thing is, you know, I, I honestly feel like, you know, it, it it's just it, it's it's just a matter of, you know, it, it's it's just a matter of respect, man. That that's that's just all it comes down to. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I just want, I mean. Relationships can go with like a very, very. It's very vague. I feel like relationships and love is very, very vague. Let me let me know. Let me get this question off right. And it's damn. I lucky forgot what it was. Okay, it's all good. Take a beat. Take a second. Take a beat. So loving unconditionally. Mm-hmm. Loving in a relationship, deciding, planning. Right. We're talking about all that right now. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is. When do you know you're in love? Like, how you personally, I'm asking you. When did, she answered, but you didn't answer that. How do you know when you're in love? Man, honestly, bro, how I know I'm in love, ah, man, that, that's, that's kind of like a vague topic, man. I mean, I'm still, everybody's in a pursuit of, everybody's in a pursuit of finding themselves, man. So I'm, I feel like love changes for, you know, different people. You know, and I feel like, you know, love is since love is a vague topic, I feel like people have their own meaning of what love actually is and what love actually is 
Um, it there's no there's no set in stone of de- definition of what love is. So I honestly feel like, you know, once you, I'm trying to say the correct words here, so you know people could you know pick it up here. So I mean, I honestly feel like you know love is is just um. It's not more or less of feelings because feelings can change every single time, but I feel like love is is just a um, just based off of you know what your character's like. I feel like you know love is 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 a is an alignment of moral values. Let's let's, let's listen to this, bro, Brian. What's going on? You single? I am single. How long you been single? I've been single for a year now. How do you like being single? What what does being single mean to you? What's the difference from being single to you and being in a relationship? Talk about that to the people. Okay. Being being single to me, it's having a relationship with yourself, man. Before you go into any relationship, you have to notice, you have to know yourself before you know somebody else. So if you know yourself, you know how to set guidelines, you know how to set boundaries and things of that sort. And you know how to, you know how to, you know, treat the other person how you would like to be treated because you know yourself. Right. So I honestly feel like I honestly feel like that's a that's a hard question. That's on. That's honestly a hard question. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, you know, because I mean, in the Bible, I could literally take out spiritual sayings, man. In the Bible, it says, you know, if if you know yourself, I mean, no, you want to treat others how you would like to be treated. So I honestly feel like self-love is the best love before you get into any type of relationship. I mean, absolutely. You need to learn to love yourself first before you love somebody else. Let's get into that love yourself. Yeah. What does that even mean? Because I need some people to really like hear that, right? So I've been single. I don't know how long I've been single. What? Shit. How my life? I got a question for you. How have you seen me different since I've been in relationship and now? Honestly, you've seen the transformation. You I, like I have. I've, I've been there. Honestly, bro, you you've grown you've grown way more when you were single than in a relationship. And Why do you say that? I say that because I feel like based on what I've known, you know, about you when when you were in a relationship, I feel like there was a lot of things that you were you were listening to and you didn't really because we're in the process of learning ourselves. So I feel like you were learning yourself, right? When you were in a relationship with your woman at the time, and I honestly feel like you had a lot of holdbacks because you were trying to Please your woman. You were trying to please your woman. You was trying to do things by her side. Meanwhile, you're probably neglecting what you want for yourself. That's very a contradictive feeling. Keep going. I'm only I'm <laughs> only just saying that because I've been through the same thing. When you're loving yourself and you're trying to find what you want for yourself as well, that's it's it's it, it's a contradiction. So it's tough. It I is. Don't lie. Like it is. You, I mean, you're you're mostly right right there. Like, yeah, I was trying to please person right and find out who i was and please myself at the same time those things didn't mesh and once i figured out who i was and once that those things started to come to life now before you say that listen before you say that when you when you went through um your recovery phase after the breakup okay did you have to did you have to find yourself right after the recovery phase again Um, it was it was more than finding myself i had to take i did have to take time to myself like you are right. I had to take time to myself. I traveled a lot. We went to San Diego. We went to went to a bunch of places, right? I traveled a lot. Mm-hmm. I just had to get out the town. I just kept myself busy, right? And I wasn't looking to get into another relationship. I would talk to other people, or whatever, just to communicate. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like to get in a relationship. It was just to right buy time. I don't not even buy time. Just like I don't know what to call it, but it was just it was a time being while I was learning myself. And now maybe it took. I said about January, February, right? Mm-hmm. I finally found out, like, okay, this is what I'm here for. That's why you see this podcast starting to turn up. Right. That's why you see these real estate deals starting to turn up. That's why you see me going out of state, out of the country, just just moving, right. not asking questions. I don't got to ask nobody for permission. Mm-hmm. I don't have to ask nobody to watch my kid. Absolutely. I don't have to do none of that because I'm free. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm 100% free. I don't have a kid. I don't mm-hmm. have a girl, right? right. I'm single. Now, let me ask you a question. So, did you feel like you lost a piece of yourself in her in your ex-woman? <laughs> I'm going to go deep. I'm going to go deep. Definitely go deep. What do you at mean? At the time. At the time. At the did time. You feel? Did you feel? so? I lost half of myself. I felt like I lost half of myself. Mm-hmm. And did you fully heal before you found yourself? No. I wouldn't say I'm even fully healed. I say I'm 
I'm like I'm wet, like I'm back in battle. Like what's up? But right. I'm not. I wouldn't say I was like fully, fully healed. You know what I mean? Like maybe ninety percent. We'll, we'll, we'll never forget about our ex. Because exactly. We because gave majority being fully of our healed life to means him. like I don't gotta even like she's not even a thing anymore. Like, right. That's but that's right? not possible because not she possible. was a thing for a, long a time. majority of your life. It was a long time. You know what like, I'm saying? She helped me get to the point where I'm at now. I can't right. just Absolutely. deny. I can't deny and say she didn't. Right. Right. So I can't sit here and act like this is all me. She built me to the man who got to this point, but without her, there wouldn't be this. Mm-hmm. There wouldn't be this show. In addition, I'm just being real. In addition to that, I only I believe that you know people are in your life for a reason and a season. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Preach. Come on now. Preach to the people. Give Talk me three taps. Give me three taps, man. <laughs> for real though, I, I really, in, in all seriousness, I really believe that people are in your life for a reason and a season. You know what I'm saying? Like. It just, it, I think it kind of depends on, you know, it, it, well, that I can correlate that saying and what I'm about to say right now, which is, you know, you get, only, get the guests back in the show too. you only, you only allow, you only allow what you, um, people will only treat you the way how, you know, people will want to treat you based off of what you allow. And that's kind of, that's kind of what and you were saying what before. that's goes in hand in hand with conditional love. She loved that conditional I know, I know, I know. She loved that. You Keep need going. to set boundaries. You need to set boundaries. That's oh, that's the question. That's the question I had. Because if you don't set boundaries, people, no. people will treat you as, as they want to. Give me you. an example of boundaries in a relationship. Like Ooh. to you, I need examples of boundaries. You said the word boundaries, right? What does that mean? Like, Absolutely. Because you keep so. saying that, so some people have different definition of boundaries. I have my own definition, but what's your true. definition? That is true. And boundaries in relationships essentially can mean conditions. And we talk about unconditional love. And we talk about no matter what, no matter if you cheat on me, no matter if you lie to me, no matter if you abuse me. Quick question. Just yes or no question. Could you trust somebody after they cheated on you? Absolutely not. And that is why. Is it because you hold grudges or is it because, is it because of you or is it because of him? That's my question. It's because of me. I can't, I can't be with somebody who would, who would treat me in such a manner that made me feel that way that disrespected me to that level. Got it. And Mm. that is why it is so essential to set boundaries in relationships. And, mm. and I, and, and, and I think nowadays, um, it is so essential to set boundaries in relationships because when you get into a relationship, you don't necessarily know what you are expecting unless you set conditions. Um, nothing good in life comes without conditions, you know, mm. you, you can't get into an Ivy League school unless you obtain Too much Ivies. unless you obtain good grades, right? You can't earn the reward unless you put in the good work, you know? So everything good in life comes with conditions. Work. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You gotta put the work in. No, no. Now listen, so so what are those conditions based out of? Like what is the foundation to you where did, wait, she didn't even answer my question. What are boundaries to you? Like I was getting to that. You shouldn't get. She didn't answer it though. I, I, I was. I was going to bring it I back. Think, I think boundaries depend on the relationship. You know, there are different boundaries with different relationships. I want. You, I want you to go a little different. bit different. You, I, I, I want deeper, you to go a little bit though. deeper. You're not deeper. getting deep. You're like surface level. Not different. Deeper. This is, this is the startup podcast. We have to go deep. We gotta. We, we gotta make the viewers here. know about you. The way how we think. You the know, way how we move. Okay, absolutely. Get deep. When when we talk about boundaries, boundaries, we talk about. Things that are admissible to people and things that are not. What do you mean but by that? Layman terms. You know, for the different, different views. So <laughs> things could be okay with people in relationships um, depending on the person, you know? So mm. it, it, it's very important to set boundaries in a relationship because it'll set the tone for that relationship. Got it. And people will know what to expect. Now, I want you to break down... I, w- I want you to. I want you to break down what the are boundaries. Yes, boundaries, examples. Uh, absolutely. You boundaries. said depending on people, though. I, w- I want it you depends to depends on the relationship. Boundaries are are contingent upon. No, no, no. What people? What? It, give me an example of boundaries. Like, because you keep saying the right. word boundaries. When is an example of boundaries? like like just break it down for the for people, people. You know what I'm saying? Who are listening? Like, oh, she keeps saying boundaries. Like, what is that? Like, like, what what, is, that what mean? is it? You know what I'm saying? Like, like break it down. Like, does to that the mean tea. I can't I can't be on my phone past 11 p.m. Like, what is what is a boundary to you? Absolutely. What's an example? 
So for a man, um, I guess a boundary would be to you. To you, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. A boundary would be um, you can't go to a strip club. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 That would be about. Give me more. Give me more. Give me more. Throw them out there. I want you to go to look. Keep going. Yeah, keep, keep going. going. Um, That's good. You want the right direction. Here, you. What's a boundary to you? What's a boundary to you? We're gonna. We're gonna. No, we're gonna. Look, man. All right. All right. All right. You know what? I'm about. Man, I'm about to break it down on the mic real quick. All right. Look, a boundary to me is about your moral values, man. About what you what you believe in life, man. You know what I'm saying? If man, if you if you have a certain belief like me, I don't want my woman looking like a like a. A hoe, you Ooh. know what I'm saying? What Derogatory is that? What is that? What is to me, I'm gonna get real controversial on this. No, a hoe no, no. to me, <laughs> look, listen, a hoe to me, bro. If you're dressing like a specific way to get another man's attention, let me let, let me break it down right here. Ooh. Don't you want? Don't you want your woman? Don't you want other men to be like, damn, that's her? Like, yeah. like, damn, that's that's the girl I you're dating. But surely, so looking good is not. It's it, 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 it's essentially a male's perspective. Looking good is not a boundary to me. I honestly feel like I honestly Absolutely. feel. Look, listen, like, a listen. woman is free to dress how she wants. That's right. Like, I mean, I'm, look, look, look. I'm not limiting it's, that. It, you know it's what I'm a saying? Men's perspective. I'm not. I'm not limiting that. But like, she could dress however she wants, bro. Okay, look. I know I contradict myself. Okay. That show. That shows well, okay. insecurity on your it, part. It, 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 Absolutely. Listen. Absolutely. Listen. You're right. You you absolutely right. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate it. That's that's how I used to be. I'm going to be real on this mic. You know and what I'm saying? Is yeah. that insecurity in a man? I would say that's insecurity in a man. You know what I'm saying? She could dress she could dress however she would like, you know, and I've I've changed my I've changed my ways from, you know, being 19 to, you know, now. So, she could dress however she would like, but as long as she stays by my right uh, by like my hip and she still does the things that she does, you know, she still does the she's still loyal, she's still truthful, she's still you know, stand by her her character. I honestly believe that you know she she because a woman is entitled to whatever she wants to do, no matter what. You know that's, what I'm saying? That's how I point blank. That's how I structure my relationships. Right. I let you do whatever you want, and I'll just go off of that. And that's how I am now. Same with men, though. They can do whatever they want. Right. That's not all. Not all girls are like that. Not all girls let their men do whatever they want. That's not true. I let my girl do whatever she wants, and whatever she does is going to tell me how to treat her. Mm-hmm. You feel me? How to how to treat her, how to love her, how to whatever, whatever. You know what I mean? If she wants to go out in the streets and party it up, let's see and how long let's see how long that lasts. And that's you what know? I meant. That's what I meant by, you know what I'm saying, dressing don't don't take don't take dressing as a whole in a literal sense. You know what I'm saying? Drake kinda helped me out with the point that I was trying to make though. You know what I'm saying? If you dressing like that and you going out to clubs and parties and all that type of stuff in a relationship, I have no problem. Like I I have you You're can not go. the one you for can, me, right? You can you Feel can me? go to the club and you could have yourself a ball. I'm but not don't expect to come back in my house, man. Don't Why? expect it. Just because she dressed up and had no, no, wanted no, no, to have no, fun. No, 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 no. It's continuous. Yes. That's because of because of men's actions? No. No, 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 no. We're not, we're not even saying It's her it. actions. It's her I'm, actions. What's her she, actions? She chose to dress how she dressed. Right. She chose to go out every weekend or whatever with her friends. That's what she chose to but do. But she wants to look good. She wants to have a good time. Okay. Right. If she chooses that, she's obviously choosing that over me. Instead of spending time with, <laughs> instead of spending time with me, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> All right, man. She wants, she wants to have it. She wants to have a good time. She wants to look good. What's what's, what's if, if what's your the, man went dressed up and went to the club, whatever six weeks in a row, you are gonna stay with him? I didn't think you would, so I don't want to hear that. <laughs> exactly. that's, that's my freaking point. I don't want to hear, hear that. Hear that. <laughs> okay. But, Even but if he invited but you, as long as she's not accepting male attention, how do you know that? How You're do not you there. know? Yeah, you you have to have faith in You're it. Faith there. is a scary thing, as we all know. Faith is faith a scary is thing. Scary. You're not there. You don't know. You're not faith there. Is very scary, and I feel like we should talk about that. We should, but we are running out of time. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie to y'all. Let's get quick to faith, and then we're gonna get to our word of the day, right? And we get out of here. So, okay, what do you want to talk about faith, real quick? I feel like faith can be a scary thing because you are believing in a person and you are, you're believing in them and and you don't really know what comes out of it. Um, You're just believing in them solely. Right, right. And you have to believe them and it can be deceiving. I feel like faith can be deceiving because, because you have strong feelings for this person and you, 
you trust them, mm-hmm. right? And trust is a big thing. So mm-hmm. trust is know, the biggest thing. If you trust somebody, you know, if, if if they lie to you, you you still believe them because you trust them, mm-hmm. and that's that's it's a contradiction because you you don't really know. And you just, you depend on, you would depend on their word because you think they're telling the truth. But in reality, when you, you find out that they're not, they haven't been telling the truth, they've been lying to you. That really like, it crushes you. It's heart wrenching. Yeah. It, it, it really so is. Like, Cause what else, if they lied to me about this, what else they've been lying about? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. And you, you never look at it the same. Absolutely. Damn. That's powerful. But. Hey, I would love to keep going. I would love to keep going. I, I would too, man. This been, this has been. We. Emotional roller coaster Jenny, for real. Jennifer, we got to get this part two going. Absolutely. We would definitely get a part two in like here. That. This is part one. We've done a great job. We're not done quite yet. You know, we've still got a few segments to get to, but this has been a great episode. Our viewers are going to love this. Absolutely. Don't beat me up for what I said. I don't remember what I said. Hey, right? M- me neither. I, I mean, I'm just keeping it real with my folks in them, man. I, I mean, I'm just here to, you know, tell me, tell you guys my opinions, my beliefs, and the way how the the way how I think the world should be. But, I mean, hey, to each his own, man. There's no obligation to... You know what I'm saying? What like what you guys should you know say or think or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It, it's it's all it's a free for all. Look, before we get out of here, I need to get a word of the day. I'm gonna get it from both of you guys, and I love both of your opinions today. So, word of the day. What what can we walk away with based on the topic we talked about today? What are you gonna tell the people? Look into the camera when you talk. What can we tell the people about today? After word you. of the day. You want to go first? Go ahead, Jenny. Absolutely. I would just say have gratitude no matter mm. what. Just be thankful no matter what. If somebody lets you down, if somebody lies to you, if somebody betrays you, just just focus on what you're grateful for regardless because no matter what happens to you, there's always something to be grateful for, and that is the beauty in living life. You You can always be grateful for at least something, and I feel like that's what keeps you going, and that's what keeps you ambitious. Definitely. And my word is having faith. The reason why I say that is because I stand by a certain belief to where, you know, I I have, I, I walk by, I walk by faith instead of sight because materialistic things can veer you off in the wrong direction. But if you have faith in the Lord, let me say that again. If you have faith in the Lord, say one more time for us now. If you have faith in the Lord. Amen. You will not get driven off the wrong direction. You feel me? Amen. I got so faith. I'm gonna leave it off with that, man. What's your word of the day, Dre? I got. I didn't. Uh, I'm you better host. come up with one. <laughs> you know. better come up with one quick. <laughs> okay. Before we get out of here, you know, the word of the day. I'm gonna just say, you said, you know, be grateful, have faith. I'm gonna say, you know, stay focused. Like mm. focus is the word of the day, mm-hmm. and not just focus, discipline. Because look, I know, I know a lot of people who got their sights set on certain goals and then one little distraction comes along and he, it takes like four weeks to get him back in, oh, the, yeah. in the cycle. I'm like, look, just stay focused. Stay, stick to the plan. Write down all your goals. Whatever you have, like you want to get done, like big things you want to get done, write it down and look at it every day. And I promise you, you'll get them done. My saver, my screensaver, y'all can't see it right now. My screensaver is all the goals I need to hit this year. Mm-hmm. I've hit, I think about 40% and we're not even halfway through the year. So, I'm striving. I'm trying to get it all done. Even if I get to 90%, even if I don't finish all the goals, I completed most of what I needed to get done. So just like that, we're about to get out of here. New edition of the Startup Podcast. You already know. Thank you, Jennifer, for joining us. Absolutely. Thank you, Mr. Thank Brian you so Noel, much. for so being my pleasure. co-host today. Absolutely. You know, Marcus and Drew weren't here. I had to get my new co-host in here. But look, got a new episode coming for you guys next week and the week after that. So stay tuned for this stay summer because we're about stay to stay tuned. real juicy. And we definitely get a part two because this was a very – controversial topic Absolutely. and i might get some you know some hate critics for this one but hey, hey but look look that's what it's all about we just trying to we just trying to provoke the thoughts man of that's going on in your mind that's all it is jenny where can people find out more about you before we get out of here j-e-n-n one four e-r um is my instagram tag and you can find me there and thank you so much for having me this was a very eye-opening um conversation would you do it again Absolutely. I would continue a part two to get deeper into this and kind of um, 
share more experiences and let you guys know um, to a deeper level what unconditional love means and how it can lead to um, toxicity. Thank now, you. Now, now, listen, hold on. Listen, 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 listen. In addition to that, listen. If you guys did not hear her social handle correct, we will post it down low um, so you guys can get a clearer vision of it. And you guys will, you know, follow her on her Twitter handles, social media, you know, whatever social media is. So, hey, follow her. You already know what mine is. You already know what Dre's is. Everybody knows Dre's agent. That, Don't forget about Dre's agent. You feel me? Young prodigy. You already Thank know. You Thank you guys for so coming much. in. Entrepreneur. Next time. You already know. Go. Entrepreneurship for life. For life. One-on-one. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much. <laughs>